To some of you listening right now, this might be just another podcast, right? It's a piece of entertainment, something that has the potential to provide some value. But to me, the launch of this podcast represents that I've found the courage to step outside of my comfort zone and finally start to become the person I'm meant to be, pushing through my fears and starting the journey. Listen, guys, I dedicate so much time to talking with other people. We're talking about their life, their jobs, their relationships, their goals, their dilemmas, their drama. And I'll be honest, I absolutely love doing that. But I kept playing small. And what I mean by that is I stayed within my network where it was safe, where people knew me and they were invested. So the launch of this podcast represents that, you know, I'm finally ready to actually suit up, like tag me and coach. I'm ready to step out onto the public court and start living outside of fear. So for anyone that has ever felt any hesitation to jump or to just leave their comfort zone, I want to share how I navigated my personal barriers as I moved from the idea of this podcast to launch. Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. So I wanted to do my very first episode on fear because this is something that I could not believe entered my world the way that it did when I got ready to do this podcast and I thought, I can't be the only one that's ever gone through something like this but I do want to be the one to stand up and talk about it because I'm sure there are other people that have experienced this. And for that, I want to have the open conversation. I want to share my story and I want you guys to use me, you know, as an example, as strength, as whatever it is that you need so that you can go forward and execute on the thing that you want to do. So let me tell you my story. Guys, I have always been the person that people talk to when they find themselves in a spot. So whenever someone gets in a tight spot, let's say in a relationship, a professional situation, whatever it is, my personal network, my professional network, they talk to me. And I like to think that they do it for one of two reasons. One, because there's trust there, right? They know that they're going to be able to talk to me. It's going to be confidential, I'm not going to judge them. They can be vulnerable and open because I'm really looking to have a solution-oriented conversation. And two, because I offer a different perspective when we have the conversation. For whatever reason, when I'm talking, I imagine myself standing in one place and spinning around. That's the way that I see situations. Because when you look at them in that way, you're able to find kind of those missing pieces that are getting in the way of you figuring out what it is that you want to do. I never give people advice, but what I do like to do is have the conversation, open it up and help them figure out whatever it is that they want to get to help them find that path. That's comfortable for them that they feel is the best move. You know, I'd love to see it, right? I'd love to see people get set off in the right way. It makes me feel good. It's something I'm really passionate about. I actually enjoy it. So I have these conversations every day. I would say I at least have one a day, if not more. It got to the point where my daughter noticed it's too much. Like you're having this conversation all the time. You need an outlet. You need to share this with a larger audience so that people can hear what you're saying to them without obviously, you know, having someone's conversation out there so that people can hear what you're saying so that they can benefit from that. And I thought, you know what, you're absolutely right. That sounds great. But what should I do? And so we went through scoping out, 
Should it be YouTube? Should it be a book? You know, what should it be? And a friend of mine suggested a podcast. And I thought that that was the absolute best thing for me to do because I'm a little shy. I didn't want to get in front of the camera right away. I thought that that was a little much for me for my first move. And so a podcast seemed great. I can do it in my home, you know, where I've created a studio now, or I could go out into another studio. Either case, it seemed like the best platform. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. Now I'm great in the planning stage. So I start scoping out, you know, exactly what I need. I get advice on what equipment to buy, so forth and so on. And I get in motion. I thought that I've made the decision. I know what I need to get. I'm getting the equipment and this is going to be a no brainer. And I'm going to be able to easily execute on this. But I was so wrong. I got the equipment. The equipment arrived. I was happy when I got it. But once I opened it up, something happened to me and I realized this is not going to be as easy as you think because you have some things in the way of you executing this. And I was shocked. I never thought that I was someone that would hesitate so hard when it came to an opportunity in front of me to the point where I would be frozen. That thought never even came up. It never even came into my mind that I wasn't going to be able to do this. But as time went on, I realized this is really, really hard for me. And it's not about not being able to get the equipment. It's not about not being able to find the time to record. It's about something inside of me that is preventing me from being my full self, from using my full voice, from doing the things that I know that deep down that I love. You guys, you're not going to believe this. I went on an entire year journey working through my personal barriers and my stuff just to get to the point where I'm here talking on the mic, talking to you. And so I wanted to share that with you guys because so many times you see the end product, right? You see somebody who's successful, they're doing great, and you're like, I want that. Look, how many times have we seen people in a relationship and we're thinking they look so happy, I want a relationship like that, but we don't look at ourselves and think about what are the things that we need to do to put ourselves in position to get what we want. For me, there was an area that I discovered inside of me that I had not developed. And that area was covered by fear. And I'm not embarrassed to say it because I think if we have this conversation that more of us can get to it and we can have that open dialogue and we can be more supportive with each other. And as a result, we can accomplish the things that we want. This space in my body was wrapped in fear. And it was preventing me from moving forward. So in my mind, I knew what I wanted to do. I would have it all ready. I would have it typed out or I would have it rehearsed. I would know exactly what it was I wanted to say, how I wanted to approach it. Did I want to be funny? Did I not? I mean, I was ready to go. And then I'd get on the mic and I would choke. I couldn't believe it. I'm here by myself. I'm in the comfort of my home. There's no pressure here. This is something I want to do. What could the issue be? The issue was that I did not believe in myself. And it wasn't that I didn't believe in myself in my professional realm, because I'll tell you, in my professional realm, I'm very confident. I know exactly what I'm doing. I feel good about my decisions. I know how to quickly execute. No issue. This is a whole different thing. I have never been a painter, but it makes me think about a painter 
where when you are painting a work of art, it is all about what's inside of you. And you're putting what's inside of you out on this canvas, and then you're giving it to the world. And then the world is judging if they think it's good or not. And that's how I felt about me taking my voice and putting it out. I felt like, what if it's not good enough? What if people don't like it? What if there's no response? What if my message doesn't penetrate? What if, what if, what if, what if? To the point where I was paralyzed. Couldn't believe it. I used to walk around the house all the time and say, all I need is a mic. All I need is a mic so I can get my message out. And then I got a mic and I got scared. And I had to share that with you guys. I had to share the power of fear. They say fear is one of the strongest emotions that we will feel. To me, fear is wild. You don't know when it's going to show up. You don't know how it's going to show up. And you don't know what its plans are. And unfortunately, a lot of times when we come in contact with fear, we don't recognize it or we pretend like we don't recognize it. And what we do is we turn away from opportunities that are presented to us. We turn away from things that we could be doing to grow and progress because it's uncomfortable and we don't want to push through that layer. Let me tell you guys this. This has been so uncomfortable for me. Yet I have known that this is what I needed to do. I have known that I would be good at this. I have known that there are people that need to hear this perspective, that need to hear my message. And I have known that I, for myself, needed to deliver this message. But what happened, even though I knew all of that, fear jumped on me and it prevented me. And it almost stopped me. But I said to myself, I want something different. I have to push through. I have to be different. I have to keep going. Even if I have to rely on my network to grab me by the foot and drag me out, I have to keep going. And it sounds dramatic, but that's how intense it is when fear gets on you and you don't go after the things that are available to you. And you know what happens when people are offering you opportunities And then, you know, you don't seize them because you're afraid of them. And you know what this looks like. You start making up a bunch of excuses. It's saying you don't want to do it. You don't have time. You don't have the, you just start talking fast and it's very confusing. The person offering you the opportunity, they know what's going on. They hear it. They see it. They know. And unfortunately, they know that you're not ready. And what happens is you lose that opportunity and you could even sometimes fracture that relationship because that person may have been putting themselves out on the line for you. And it's not that they're upset. They're not angry. That usually doesn't happen, but they move on from you. And that's the worst thing that someone could do. You never want someone to move on from you because you've demonstrated that you can't get there. And so I wanted to have this conversation. I wanted to be as transparent as I possibly could to tell you guys, even when you're afraid Let's say you want to travel, you know, you're afraid to fly. Who knows what's waiting for you on the other side? You want to start a business. You're afraid to put yourself out there. Who knows what's waiting for you on the other side? Even when you're afraid, and it's okay because it happens to us. The most important thing is that you keep going, that you don't stop, that you take another step. That's the most important thing that you can do when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel like you're spinning out, when you feel like you just can't see how this is going to happen, you have to keep going. 
I wish I could show you what a day of me sitting in the studio drawing a blank looked like. I literally would put my head on the microphone and I would just breathe out. I couldn't believe it. I was wrestling with myself. But every day I did something, whether I was thinking about it, whether I was writing, whether I was planning, every day I was continuing to move forward. And for me, the one thing that worked is I told people where I was at because it helped me be accountable. They held me accountable. The last thing I wanted to do was have another opportunity, another idea, another thing that I knew was solid that I shared with my network and then I didn't follow through. I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't do it to myself. And there's no reason for that. I want this. And I want to share this. And I know there are things out there that, that you want to share with the world. You've got to go for it. You've got to go for it. You've got to shed that old skin. You've got to push that fear to the side. Recognize it. Address it. Push it to the side. And keep going. And slowly but surely, you will be talking on the mic, doing your first podcast out of your studio. Guys, this has been one of the most enlightening journeys that I've been on in a long time. This has pushed me personally further than I've pushed myself in a long time and in a completely different way, and I couldn't be any more grateful. I'm so excited for what's going to happen as a result of me leaning in and trusting the process. It's a catchphrase that we always say, but it has real meaning behind it. When you're able to trust the process, you just keep going. I will say this, I'm not a big advice person, but I want to leave these nuggets. Make sure you have a good solid network around you. Make sure you have a group of people around you that are constantly pushing you to do more, that are constantly pushing you out of your comfort zone, that are constantly pushing you to feel uncomfortable. The worst thing you could do is be around a group of people that are disinterested in your success. They're disinterested in anything that is going to move the needle for you. That's a very dangerous space to be. The people that tell you you're doing fine. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing fine. Oh, no, you're doing great. Oh, no, everything's great. You look great. Everything's good. Those people are not invested in your future. They're not invested in your development. They're not invested in you. Best thing I could say, best thing that's happened to me is to have a network of people that care. It's not going to be large. Let me say that. It's not going to be your entire network. You're going to have to seek those people out. And when you find them, you're going to have to hold on to them. And you'll have to go through those experiences. You'll have to go through those feelings of being uncomfortable, of frustration, of feeling like you're not going to get it, of always feeling behind. And that's how you know you're pushing yourself forward. So when we talk about how I went from idea to launch, this is the process, guys. It actually took me a lot longer than I thought that it would, but this is what I did. I had an idea. I wrote everything down. I got the equipment. I got prepared, and I got myself a network to hold me accountable, and I kept going. There were a lot of other people that told stories about launching a podcast in 60 days, and here I went on, you know, took me an entire year, and that's okay because that wasn't my path. The things that I had to do to get to where I am now, I had to go through. And it's not the same for everybody. We can't worry about that. All we can do is worry about what we set our eyes on and how we can move forward in our space. That's what we have to stay focused on. We have to stay focused on what's for us and not worry about what's for everybody else. Guys, I am elated. I'm so excited 
to go on to this journey. I'm so excited to share with you guys all of these different stories, have these conversations, learn from you, share it out with everybody and get the feedback. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to hearing all your success stories on how you navigated fear and you pushed through and got the things that you wanted. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.